This is Scientific American's 60-Second Science. I'm Karen Hopkin. The statues on Easter Island are among the most mysterious objects made by humans. We still don't know how they were moved, why they were placed at particular sites around the island, and why they were made in the first place. Now, researchers think they have at least some answers, because a new analysis finds that the statues are located near sources of fresh water. The study appears in the journal PLOS One. It's believed that the residents of Rapa Nui, the indigenous name for Easter Island, began constructing these carvings in the 13th century. The statues, called moai, which sit upon stone platforms called ahu, are the very definition of monumental. Most weigh between 20 and 30 tons, and of the thousand on the island, about 400 have been moved from the quarry where they originated and placed on ahu located elsewhere. But those ahu locations aren't necessarily everywhere. They're, they're in some places and not in others. And the questions that we started to ask ourselves was, well, why do we find these ahu and moai some places on the landscape, but not others? Carl Lippo, an anthropologist at Binghamton University in central New York. He says that most of these sculptures are found along the coast, but some are inland, and they're not necessarily in obvious places. For example, we don't find ahu and statues located on the tops of hills, places that we might expect to find them if these things were symbolic or representing ancestors, where you wanted to show off to everybody, the world or the island itself the fruits of your creation of these statues. So the statues are more than just towering talismans to be admired from afar. Indeed, Lippo and his colleagues noted that people spent most of their time living and working around these sites, which made the researchers think that the statues might be located near a valuable resource. So the question was, what resource was it water, freshwater, marine resources, or uh, cultivation places? Which of those or which combination of those best explained the locations of Ahu uh, on the landscape? And their statistical analyses pointed toward potable water, which Lippo says made sense. Every single time we found a big source of fresh water, there would be a statue in an ahu. And we saw this over and over and over again uh, in places where we didn't find fresh water, we didn't find statues in ahu. Now, that doesn't mean that the sculptures served as markers, like a sign saying, get your water here. But rather that the community themselves were connected to those resources, and thus their investment in statues was done around that resource, because these are the locations that had the resources that they needed to survive. It seems that many of these massive sculptures are where they are for totally pragmatic reasons. We'll build here because here is where we want to be. Thanks for listening. For Scientific American's 60 Second Science, I'm Karen Hopkins.